Welcome back to Fisher Link, a podcast presented by Fisher Inc. Magazine for the Fisher Call to Business to highlight stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. My name is Grant Powelson, and I'm the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Inc. This episode, I'm joined by my new co-host, Jonathan Olber, a freshman economics and finance major here in Fisher. Great to have you, John. As well as Julia Grant and Bailey Ardry, who are members of the Honors Cohort, the Fisher College of Business's preeminent leadership program that is offered to 60 select students with varying business majors. This diverse group of students participates in an MBA-like experience during their junior and senior year, where they are pushed to develop their critical thinking skills through four main pillars, action-based learning, service, global business acumen, and leadership and teamwork. Thank you both for coming to speak today. Uh, do you each mind introducing yourself, starting with your name, major, year in school, and where you're from? Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for having me. I'm Bailey Ardry. So I'm a senior this year in the Honors Cohort Program. I'm a marketing specialization, computer and information systems minor. Um, and yeah, really excited to be here to talk about the cohort program. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Super excited to speak on the podcast today. Um, my name is Julia Grant. I'm a fourth year finance student here in Fisher with a minor in political science, and I'm from Westerville, Ohio. So I've always been a lifelong Buckeye. Okay, awesome. So what originally sparked your interest in the honors cohort? Yeah, so I applied uh, actually to be university honors for my sophomore year so I knew I wanted to graduate uh, Fisher with honors distinction so to do that you need to be a part of one of the I think now five cohort programs within Fisher so <clears throat> always kind of saw it coming down the way for me so the honors cohort uh, program stood out to me specifically because of the diversity and the specializations that it um, prov- that it you know accepts into the program so you know you have some programs like the honors finance program or the honors accounting program where you have to be a finance specialization or an accounting specialization. I like the honors cohort because it kind of um, right away allows for a lot of like diverse conversation of business as a whole across specializations. Um, also, it's travel. We get to travel to Chicago um, and San Francisco and then Brazil as uh, seniors. So that was, you know, that really stood out to me. And then also, it's just really well established. So. We're in our 24th year now um, in the Honors Cohort Program, so that's a huge uh, alumni base and resource to pull on. Um, Also, personally, I guess, not being in a business fraternity and being an RA on campus, I kind of wanted some of the benefits that business fraternities provide, like the community, um, the experience, the network that comes along with that. And Honors Cohort was kind of like, my opportunity to have kind of a business fraternity like um, on campus. Yeah, and I think for me, what really drew me to honors cohort is one of my leading values in my life is to always consistently push myself, whether that's in the classroom, in the workplace, or just becoming a better person. And I think honors cohort really embodies that value. Um, I had initially learned about the program through my big and my own business fraternity, um, as well as some other friends and mentors that I really looked up to. And I saw what cohort really did for them was make them a better student person and professional. And that's really what 
I wanted for myself. So finding that um, in the cohort program was super, super helpful. And that's sort of how I stumbled upon it. And it's really exceeded my expectations. Um, it's so full of humble people and individuals that really just want to be better. Um, and it's a great group of friends as well. So that's sort of how I stumbled on the program and, and what it's done for me um, in the past two years. That's awesome to hear. Awesome. So what does the time commitment look like for the honors cohort? Yeah, um, so the honors cohort program is sort of inside of the classroom and outside of the classroom. And I think that's sort of what differentiates it from uh, the four other honors programs here in Fisher, which are all wonderful and great, by the way. I think it's really just what you're looking for in an honors program. But um, the in-person classroom component, I would say takes up about um, three hours or in your junior year, maybe four or five hours a week. So you take classes with your cohort program. And those classes include um, operations, uh, organizational behavior, and your strategic capstone class in your senior year, as well as a discussion-based seminar course every semester during your junior and senior year. So that in-person classroom component um, takes up, I would say about six hours a week, and then maybe outside of the classroom. It's typical of, um, you know, classes to take up some time with homework and projects and things of that nature. So um, that can tack on some time as well. So it is a little bit of a time intensive program, but it's nice that it sort of fits in like a nice puzzle piece to the rest of your um, academic experience as well. Bailey, I don't know if you want to add on to that. Yeah, you hit it uh, really well there. So I definitely agree. <clears throat> it's very much inside and outside the classroom. I would say junior year it is more intensive both because the seminar that you have as a cohort is three credit hours um it that drops to one uh senior year so that you know classroom component in the honor seminar is more intensive but also junior year you're in something called the honor or the impact challenge so the impact challenge is really a service-based um challenge where the cohort is split up into four different groups and tasked with making the most impact that you possibly can within Columbus, at Ohio State, across the world. Um, it can really be whatever you make it. Um, it's a service project that's completely led by your team. That is a huge time commitment um, to really try to have the biggest impact that you possibly can with your project it takes a lot of time. Also, you know, you mentioned action-based learning. That usually comes in the form of consulting projects that we do. So um, junior year, we had a project with Versity Blood, um, the blood donation organization on campus through our operations class. Um, this year, we're working with Nissan um, to do a consulting project for a strategic management class. So those kinds of projects also, I think, go above and beyond what you might see in the non-honors version of these classes. So it's definitely a, a pretty big time commitment. Lots of very involved projects, it sounds like, but definitely worth it, I would say. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the other orts within Fisher? I didn't realize there was five, actually. Yeah, so <clears throat> I know about the honors contract, the honors finance, and the honors accounting program. I think there's one more, right, Julia? What's the new one? Do you remember? Yeah. 
Um, so I actually had to learn about this. I'm a peer advisor on campus. So the five different programs are honors finance, honors accounting, um, honors cohort, honors contract, and then research distinction. So um, I would say honors finance and honors accounting are very much in the classroom academic based. Um, it's whether you're a finance or an accounting major and you really want to get in the weeds with the um, extra or excuse me, academic um, side of things where you're with people, a cohort of people who will really push you inside the classroom. Those programs are great for you. Honors cohort, I would say focuses more on like the soft skills side of things. So like leadership and teamwork and things of that nature, um, as well as just travel and fun stuff like that. Um, honors contract, they're sort of revamping this program and that's why there's now five, but I believe it's more of like, um, any any major can join honors contract and they take some business core classes together so it's sort of that um experience-based learning just like cohort has as well and then the research distinction is where you sort of partner with a faculty advisor and you have a thesis that you're researching throughout the final two years of college that you have um, and it's sort of more of a flexible individual-based program um, but that's to my understanding obviously i'm not in all five programs, but um, it, they all seem really cool in their own ways. So are you required to take uh, honors classes because you're in honors cohort? Yeah, yeah, they're all honors classes. And I guess so, you know, those classes are classes that you would have to take as a business major anyway. So you're going to take operations, you're going to take um, strategic management. The difference is, you know, you're taking these classes at an honors level with your cohort. So the 30 of you in the cohort are going to take those classes to uh, fulfill those requirements as a group, if that makes sense. Would you say that it's like better because it's a more focused environment and you're learning with your peers that you're already familiar with rather than like a large you know, 300 person course? Definitely. It, it definitely facilitates great conversation because like we're already, you know, a great group of friends, you know, family at this point. So there's really no fear in like, you know, speaking up and like giving your opinion in class. And I, I, you know, really appreciate that about it. Because I think when you're in a group of maybe 100 other students in a class, it can be a little intimidating. Um, you're not really as close to everyone. And maybe the conversation um, as a result isn't as organic. Um, but in cohort, you know, we are very used to having conversation with each other um, facilitating that conversation in the classroom. And I think it really adds on to the learning that we have from these classes. Yeah, and just to tack on to that, the camaraderie is unparalleled. Like it's such an awesome experience to know the 29 other people in the room with you. Um, and I think you mentioned Bailey, like the idea of psychological safety. It's so cool to hear so many diverse experiences and opinions and know that you can say what you're thinking in that room and people are going to respect you for it. And um, that that's really a neat experience. I would say the experiential learning factor in addition to that camaraderie is something else that has really been beneficial to me in college. So those projects where you are partnering with um, companies like Accenture and um, like 
we're working with a car manufacturing company this semester, which is super awesome and experiences that you probably wouldn't get other places in Fisher. Um, and we are able to do that because it is sort of a smaller group of 30 individuals versus, you know, Fisher itself is, is pretty large. So any experience that you can find that can make Fisher feel a little bit smaller, I think is a great experience. And cohort is just one of those. That's great to hear. So what would you say your favorite aspect of the program is? Mm, that's really hard to narrow down. There's so many great aspects of the program. I think one of my favorite aspects is, you know, kind of going back to this idea of psychological safety, the diversity of perspective in our group. So um, a lot of times in our seminar class, we facilitate discussion on different like current events or different um, debate topics. And I always come in, you know, maybe with some idea of what I think about the topic. I always leave with so many new perspectives, you know, um, and it really challenges me to consider uh, what I believe about these different issues that we talk about. Um, so I love that. I, I always walk away knowing more um, because of my peers. You know, you put yourself in a room of with 29 of, you know, the brightest minds in Fisher, um, really people that strive for greatness. Um, and you're going to come out with a lot of, of new learnings yourself. The other aspects I love about the program are the travel. Of course, we get to go, we got to go to Chicago and San Francisco and tour so many fantastic companies, learn from, you know, people who have been in this field now in their career for many years. And, the learnings that come out of that and the network that comes out of that is fantastic. Um, and then also the service that I could talk all day about the impact challenge. Uh, I think it is probably, I think it's the coolest thing we do as a cohort. Um, so I really love that aspect as well. Yeah, I would 100% echo what Bailey said. I'll give you more of like a personal experience I've had with cohort that had a really big impact on me. And I think that was finding out what I wanted to do with my career. I think it's really difficult to come into college as an 18 year old and you're expected to uh, declare a major and know what direction you want to take your life and your career. And that's something I've really struggled with in college is in high school, I was um, a theater kid. I was really into the arts and I came into college wanting a practical career. So I sort of picked finance on a whim because it was broad. and. Uh, my first two years in Fisher, I was sort of like, I'm not sure what I want to do. I had a few internships, but they just didn't feel right. And then I joined Cohort and there was a huge network of people um, going into consulting. And I had always considered consulting as sort of a buzzword. I wasn't really sure what it was, but the people in cohort um, that were going into this field, I sat down and I talked with them, discussed what they liked about the career, what they didn't like. And then through the people I met in cohort as students, um, I started talking to cohort alumni and what they liked and disliked about their career. And I sort of deduced from there, like, wow, this might be something that I'm interested in, in going into. Um, and that was, you know, first semester junior year. So the first semester in the program, I was able to really talk with people and get a lot out of those conversations and translate that into my own career and um, my own goals and aspirations. So that was a super cool experience and probably my most favorite part that has still had an impact on me. 
That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you helped you find your way, and I think it could do the same thing for other people too. Um, how competitive was the entry process for the cohort? Yeah, it is very competitive. Um, more than 100 will generally apply to be in the honors cohort. Um, 30 are accepted. I am not sure exactly how many Ty ends up interviewing, but you know, there's an application process that involves essays and a video component um, that goes into, you know, a interview process if you're offered an interview. Uh, Ty interviews a lot of a lot of folks. I, I don't know exactly the number. Um, but then from there, he uh, chooses the 30 that end up getting accepted. So, you know, it's pretty highly sought after. I think a lot of people end up hearing about the Honors Cohort Program at some point in their Fisher experience. And definitely there are a lot of benefits to being in it. So um, expect a pretty competitive process. I will definitely agree with that. Um, I will just say, I think the competitive nature of the program sometimes dissuades people from applying. And even if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's probably because you are interested in the program. And that sort of shows a drive um, that the rest of the applicant pool might not have. Um, so I would 100% consider applying um, regardless about whether or not you'll receive entry into the program because the worst they can say is no, you know? So there is a pretty high barrier to entry for the process, meaning there are like two interviews, a video you have to make, as well as an interview process um, with some um, alumni as well. So, you know, those three aspects of the application itself are pretty time intensive and you have to put effort and, um, passion into them as well. So I would say if you're willing to put in that time and effort, um, you have a pretty good shot of getting into the pro just because you're able to get over that barrier to entry. So while it is a very competitive program, I would encourage everyone that's remotely interested in the program just to apply because the worst they can say is no. Mm, that is a really fantastic point, Julia. I'm glad you brought that up because it is, you know, like we said, competitive, but you know, it's uh, it's definitely something you should go after if you're interested in it. You know, don't let that uh, dissuade you from uh, trying it out and um, trying to get into the program. Like Julia said, if you put passion into the process, that really, really speaks highly for you. Um, so really glad you brought that up, Julia. It's great advice. Yeah, I mean, despite it, um, sounding very competitive. I, I mean, it seems so beneficial to just go out and 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 meet as many people and and just really attempt to get into it. Um, I know uh, Bailey, you mentioned Ty, um, so and I know that he's one of the faculty leaders um, within the honors cohort. What would you say your relationship is like with each of the faculty leaders, and what is each of their respective roles? Yeah. So Ty, Ty Shepherd, he's the uh, coordinator of the Honors Cohort Program. So he's, you know, technically our, the leader of the program. The other three faculty leaders that we have are actually our professors in the Honors courses that we take. So um, Steve Lundrigan, he's our professor in operations. Stephanie Wilk is our professor in um, org management. And then Bruce Bellner is our professor in strategic management. So um our relationship with them is fantastic in the in the semester that we take their class just because again we're a group of 30 um a much smaller class size with 
a fantastic professor. So we get that um, kind of one-on-one mentoring from them when we're going through their class and like learning that material. And then Ty is kind of the connecting person throughout our entire experience. So uh, we've become very close with Ty. Uh, we love Ty and, um, you know, he's, he's really a great mentor throughout the program. Yeah, and I'll just add on that. Um, Ty is so awesome. Everyone in cohort loves him. And I think every single Fisher student will have Ty at some point in their business career um, because they take 2292 with him. So that's a really great way to sort of have insight into like Ty's personality and his way of teaching. Um, He's a really cool guy that will always look out for you. Um, So if you're struggling to find a job or an internship, you know, talk to Ty and he's going to point you in the right direction or connect you with someone he knows. Um, There, I think I read something one time that was, there are two types of geniuses in the world where one type you specialize really deeply into a certain field and you know everything about it. And the other kind is a super connector where if you don't know someone, something, you know someone who does. And I think Ty is definitely that kind of person. Um, So just having him direct the program, I think has been super awesome during my time in college. Um, And he's always going to be a great resource um, to anyone in the honors cohort program. Yeah, I mean, great. They seem like great faculty members as well. Yeah, they they all they all seem amazing. How does being a member of the cohort provide a competitive edge in the job market, and how has it affected your prospects for a position after graduation? Yeah, I can go ahead and start with this one. Um, so I touched a little bit earlier on consulting and why I was interested in that. Um, And for those who don't know, consulting is a very, very broad career field. You can go into about a million different things in consulting with any, basically any major in college, to be honest with you. And it's essentially um, a career field where you have a client and that client has a problem that you're trying to solve alongside the firm that you're employed by. So uh, Honors Cohort has been absolutely instrumental to me having not only my internship this past summer, during my junior year, but also for my full-time position upon graduation. And that's because the alumni are so involved in the program that I was introduced to the position that I ultimately am going to end up going back to upon graduation. I was introduced to that through an honors cohort alumni. Um, So he was sort of my first point of entry into the firm I ended up Um, signing an offer with, and he was instrumental in connecting me with other people that could serve as a network to me. Um, And I ended up networking with maybe 20 or 25 people from this firm um, before my interview process began, but he was there alongside me throughout the whole time just because the honors cohort alumni are so involved and they're going to be rooting for you um, because they put so much effort and time and energy into the program. They know you're doing the same exact thing they did and they know you're going to be a quality candidate for a job down the line. So I know other people in our cohort have had the same experience that I have, but um, the alumni base is so freaking awesome. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Yeah, absolutely. Julia hit the nail on the head there with the alumni base. Um, they, there are so many fantastic people that have gone in so many different directions in our alumni base, uh, that were once in the honors cohort program that it seems like there's always someone Ty can connect you with, um, to further a conversation about some kind of career path or company 
that you're interested in. I would also say in the interview room, the the program gives you so much to talk about. Um, so, you know, we've talked about these consulting projects that we're a part of, um, that classroom experience, as well as the impact challenge. I think that's something I, I honestly talk about in every single interview now, um, because it's such a unique experience that we get to have. Um, and it's, you know, really fantastic to talk about the leadership and learning that comes out of it. Um, also, I guess I'll just tell a quick story from my experience, you know, and how the, the cohort has provided me kind of that competitive edge or network. So coming into junior year, I had one company that I really, really wanted to intern with um, and learned that actually two of the cohort members that I was incoming with actually interned there this, you know, the prior summer. So immediately got, you know, coffee with both of them. Um, we're, we're, you know, all new to the cohort program, but so quickly they were already so willing to open those doors for me and like reach out to different people and make that introduction for me um, so that I could then network throughout that company. And like Julia said, with her experience, I had already networked with so many people from this company prior to um, entering the interview room. And it really gave me a leg up, um, even knowing the people that were interviewing me already. Um, So it definitely is able to open those kinds of doors for you through the network. Yeah, and since it's been around for so long, it kind of speaks for itself too, just on the resume and being part of the honors cohort, it speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, and just hearing about how the alumni are still so involved, that just goes to show how great of a program it is. Um, because it, I mean, it speaks to every student that's ever been in it and, and they want to just be there to help out everyone. So that that's amazing to hear. Yeah, you're definitely right. Um, actually, the alumni and their donations actually fund a lot of our travel. So to Chicago, to San Francisco, we really couldn't do it without them. Um, So that shows to your point, how much they care about this program and believe in it, that they're able to give not only their time, but also um, some financial benefit to the program so that we're able to have the experience that, you know, we get to have. So um, you're definitely right on that. Can you elaborate a little bit on the travel programs that you guys have been on? Yeah, so the cohort always travels to Chicago in the spring and then San Francisco, or I'm sorry, Chicago in the fall and then San Francisco in the spring and then an international experience um, your senior year. Sorry, those first two experiences are in your junior year. Um, Then this international experience is your senior year. So it's, you know, a few days of very... um, busy schedules so like we're you know we're meeting with so many different professionals from so many different um, companies and fields Um, Ty really tries to make it relevant for every major so you know maybe at some point we're speaking to somebody who's been in their marketing career or I know in Chicago we went to the American Marketing Association Um, we're you know talking to them and then our next meeting is with investment banking Um, so he really tries to make it so everyone's going to get something out of it. Um, I think Chicago is great for learning more about consulting. Um, and then San Francisco was great for learning more about the tech space. We got to go to Google um, and Apple and uh, Pandora Radio and a few others. And, you know, that was just cool in itself to 
walk into the Apple headquarters building, um, truly a unique experience that I would have never had were it not for the cohort experience. Um, as far as the international program, um, so that's, you know, generally, you know, this is all generally what happens. We are obviously in an unprecedented year, so this kind of travel isn't happening this year. Um, so it's still kind of up in the air how exactly this is going to change um, the travel experience that usually comes with cohorts. So um, this is obviously all these things in a normal year. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's definitely packed days where you are traveling because there are so many business trips and opportunities to learn about what you might want to go to um, further down in your career. I know San Francisco, for example, we learned about sort of like startup culture and the tech space and venture capital as well, which is all things that I really hadn't had experience or access to um, here in the Midwest, because that is a very San Francisco-esque culture where you're working at a startup for maybe six months or a year, and then you can totally um, transfer your experience to another company, which is sort of unheard of here um, in Ohio in the Midwest. Um, since I'm going to be ending up in Chicago post-grad, that trip was influential to me because I sort of got to see, you know, is this a place that I can see myself um, excelling and settling down since I am from the Columbus area? Um, it's a little bit scary to go out and move post-grad, but I think these trips really helped me see like, wow, even though the world and the U.S. itself is so big, there's always going to be someone you know or someone who knows someone in a place that you're moving to. So that brought me a little bit of comfort. And then I'll touch on one more thing is um, the time that we spend as a cohort after the trip together. Um, this is sort of touching on the camaraderie of the program again, but um, the business trips typically last uh maybe like three to five days during the week. And then we as college students have the option to extend that time into the weekend sort of on our own dime. So we would um, be the ones paying for food and housing and activities and fun stuff like that. And it's such a cool experience that I had never had before, but all 30 of us um, decided to stay the weekend in San Francisco um, back in January. And that was so cool just to explore the city and go shopping. Um, I had dim sum for the first time, actually with Bailey um, and a few other of our cohort friends in San Francisco. And that was so cool to experience that um, alongside your friends in, in college. And I know that's a memory that will just last me a lifetime. Um, and it also sparked some passion, like maybe I would want to move to San Francisco later down in life. So um, it's, a, it's a really cool experience to be able to travel. And I'm super bummed that COVID ruined our international experience for our senior year. But who knows, um, maybe after the pandemic is over, we'll come together on our own um, as a cohort and go someplace fun. Sounds like a great time. And that's actually a good way to my next question, as how the cohort is responding to the pandemic and what it looks like for you guys right now. Yeah, so, you know, the cohort, obviously, like a lot of classes um, in some in some ways virtual, um, it kind of depends on your comfortable, you know, if you're comfortable enough to come to class or not. Um, there's obviously virtual options for that. So in terms of the course content, nothing has changed. It's just moved um, virtual. As we mentioned, the travel has unfortunately been canceled um, for this semester. Whether or not we're out of the pandemic and able to travel, 
um, in the spring is still, you know, being determined. Um, and yeah, other than that, maybe community building in some sense. Um, we used to have so many um, get-togethers with the cohort and stuff, and and now not really being able to gather in groups of more than ten. Obviously, that you know is in some way hindering the ability to get together and be a cohort and be that family that we so desperately want to be again um, in person. So there's that aspect to it. But in terms of the learnings um, and that kind of experience, the network, those things that we've talked about, none of that has changed. The cohort is still as fantastic as it always has been, despite the circumstances. Cohort um, are my only in-person classes, both this semester and next semester. So it's been really nice to have something that sort of keeps me sane from being in my apartment all day and making calls and attending online classes. Um, So that was really cool. And I'll never forget the experience of, you know, we were sent home last March and it was pretty sudden and no one was really expecting this whole thing to happen. So we weren't able to see uh, members of our cohort for like six months. And something I'll never forget is that we gathered in small groups um, in late August and seeing people for the first time in like months and months, I was like, oh my gosh, I missed you guys so much and I didn't even realize it. Um, So seeing everyone in class every week, it's something that I'll never take for granted again because all throughout college, it's sort of been like, I got to wake up at nine and walk to class and uh, participate and have my brain turned on. And that's something that I really look forward to every week. Um, It's something that I can walk to class and see these people that I know are much smarter than I am and learn from them every single week. Um, so that's something that has changed because of the pandemic, but sort of a silver lining is that I think everyone sort of likes it more now being in class, being participatory. Um, so that's something that is a silver lining, but things are definitely different than what they were. So it gives you a greater appreciation for seeing the people once again, when you finally do. Yeah, it just seems like the connections you make within cohort just goes beyond like anything that you really could take from like Fisher in general. Like cohort really brings you together and it expands your it expands the amount of connections that you make. Um and so it just it just sounds amazing. Um and it sounds extremely beneficial um throughout your college career and beyond. And uh, lastly, do you guys have any additional off- advice to offer to students looking to apply and anything they can do to prepare for the selection process? Yeah, I will just reiterate what I said a little bit earlier is that if you are the least bit remotely interested in cohort, throw your name in the hat, apply. Um, you know, I, I will say the application process, um, like we mentioned earlier, it is three different mediums of application. So there's the interview, the video, and um, the essays as well. So a piece of advice that I always give people is to sort of reflect before you start your application and think about who you are as a person. What values drive you? What is your brand that you want others to think about you? And sort of weave those pieces about yourself into every aspect of your application. So I'll give you an example of my own application. I talked about loving music in my video and 
in my essays, I also talked about um, music and what I learned from, you know, taking piano lessons as a kid and how that translates to who I am today as a college student. And some of my leading values are uh, personal growth. So to always push myself um, and the people around me um, to give back to the Fisher community. That's something that I really stand by and something that's super influential to me. Um, as well as just to always want to be better. Um, so those are sort of three pieces of my application that I have uh, weaved in. And I think that really was beneficial to me because the things that the Honors Cohort Program really has an emphasis on is service and diversity and um, you know pushing yourself inside and outside the classroom. So those are some things that that cohort application is really looking for. But also think about sort of what you want out of the program itself and to extrapolate a little bit what you want out of life. Um, so sort of knowing who you are and where you're going, at least having some sort of idea is going to be really helpful. And I think that will really shine through your application. So um, like I said, please apply if you're interested at all. Um, and good luck to everyone. I think I speak for myself and Bailey, if anyone is listening. Um, this year, we're still seniors, we're graduating in 2021, reach out and we would be more than happy to, to help you um, have your best shot at applying. So good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that was that was so well said, Julia. I really echo everything that Julia just said. I think the piece of advice that I would give and, and Julia gave it as well is be yourself. Um, really, I think Ty, more than anything, is trying to learn more about you in you know throughout the process of applying so um don't be afraid to like talk about something that's um very personal or maybe that you feel like doesn't apply to a business um you know group or something like that like you know talk about your passions um talk about the things that you love i think ty uses that to build a cohort that is very unique um and you know has different diverse um interests and perspectives so um you know for instance in my video i talked about we were supposed to talk about something we're passionate about and i talked about video games um, because i love video games but specifically games for change so games for change is kind of like this subset of video games that seek to tackle some really difficult issues some really difficult social issues and kind of give you a glimpse of what it's like to experience some of these things and really try to teach you something through the game. Um, I think video games are a medium that we can learn from um, and really pull a lot out of. So that's what I talked about in my video. So like, you know, maybe something you wouldn't expect um, to talk about, but it showed who I was as a person. And I was, you know, you need to be confident in yourself and um, what you love. So. That's my biggest piece of advice is just, you know, be yourself throughout the process and you're not, you know, you can't go wrong with that. That's a really interesting take. I'm not surprised that either of you made it into the program because you have great things to offer. So thank you so much for coming to speak today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Happy to be here. And that's it for this episode of Fisher Link. Fisher Link is presented by Fisher Inc., a student-run magazine for Fisher College of Business. I'm Grant Powelson, the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Link, 
And I would like to thank Charlotte Geary, the president of Fisher Inc., my co-host John, and our guests today for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed listening, please leave a review, check out our past episodes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fisher Inc. Mag for updates on future episodes. Fisher Link is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and on go.osu.edu slash Fisher Inc., where you can stay informed on in all things Fisher. Thanks so much for listening, and go Bucks.